Hey y'all, it's Kayla. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to Becoming She. A weekly podcast that sets the tone for women who are striving to be their most authentic selves by sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. Hey guys. Hey y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi, hi. Welcome back to another week. It's another week. What is yes. this? Episode 17? 18. 18? Oh It'd my god. You know. We have an adult now. Oh my gosh. Legal. Um, we can um, buy lottery tickets. Not able to drink, but we could buy lottery tickets. <laughs> I need some money, that. so uh, you know that'll be cool. And then a Mega Millions or something like that going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. How are you though? How are you, girl? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. How's yeah. your week been? Hmm. <laughs> no, it's been good. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's been really good. It's just been um, busy. Things are coming to an end. So I took my final lab practical yesterday. Yes. Okay. So um, last lab practical I ever have to take in life, Jesus. And then I my, know you're thankful. I know. And my last final exam. Last day of class is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So my final day of classes ever in life is tomorrow. I'm excited. And then you should be. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited. And then um, what was I about to say? And then my final exams are Tuesday. Okay, gotcha. So then I'll be done. And then you'll go on to your internship, mm-hmm. and, and then I'll go on to my second internship. So nice. we're going to Houston next you know week. It. We're moving to Houston next week, bro. Is it next week or the week after? Hold next? on, no, 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 no. It's in the week after next. The week after next, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's that Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm excited crazy. for that too. That's gonna be fun. We're gonna have fun. I know. I'm excited. I've never yeah. been to Houston, so it should be a good trip for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Houston is always fun. Wait. I'm excited, mm-hmm. and then um. One of my friends, shout out to Dr. Williams. <laughs> she uh she already she texted me today and was like, flight booked. Shout out to those friends who booked their flights before you even get okay. there. Okay. <laughs> we already we're ready. Let's go. Ready. Let's go. We're ready. Where are you gonna be, sis? We'll be there. These are the Literally. dates. I'll be there. <laughs> no hesitation. She was like, Oh my god, that's my vacation. I'm gonna book a flight. I said, Okay, girl, come on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, love it, love it. Okay. So, how have you been? How has your week been? <laughs> My week Enough has been me. really, really good. Like, yeah. start to finish, yes. Yeah. So, we're coming off of um, our big festival last mm-hmm. weekend, which was insane in itself. It was a really bad storm out there at 2 in the morning mm-hmm. picking up tents and all that crazy That was stuff. a bit crazy. Crazy. On both okay. ends, because I was a vendor. Yes. And you were the event coordinator, so I'm sure it was much crazier for you. I mean, I ha- <laughs> when I texted you and asked you what color is your tent, because it's like every <laughs> tent was just gone. Like, the picture you sent me, I was like, what is that? That's I, like, I don't even tent. know whose tent this is. Like, it was just everywhere. Like, we have vendors asking, like, hey, I can't find my tent. It was insane. So, reeling off of that weekend, mm-hmm. um... Mm-hmm. I, I took, you know, got some really great sleep on Sunday. Monday, went to work and went to Orpheus Brewery mm-hmm. afterwards. Um, they have Shakespeare on draft, and I met a really good girlfriend there, and that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, then I met one of her you friends. You always do cute shit, bro. bro so I love it. I love it. It's like random days, too. I can't I just wait to be. Y'all, do y'all understand that when I'm done with class, I'll be able to do cute shit? You can do like cute shit, too. Yes. I have a, I have so much. Well, I won't say so much free you time. You won't have a lot but, of free time, but, but you can make time for the cool, cute shit. Right. Like, Without having to worry about studying a, yes. in my free time. Really. Yes. It's the best. And so 
um definitely get you will definitely be able to do all of that i'm excited um that night i met a girl who um offered me some wwe tickets y'all when i was growing up i used to love me and my family used to watch it all the time and then i like got disconnected from him you know i don't really watch it as much anymore but when i tell you i had the best time last night I was out there screaming my ass off, okay? <laughs> like, I was a true fan. Brock Lesnar came out. Randy Orton came out. Like, me and my friend were there, and he was just, like, freaking out, too. We were having a really great time. It was really fun. Then today, I got to present about budgeting um, in this event planning class, and that was pretty cool at a local college. So, I was really excited about y'all, that. Y'all, she is a boss bitch. I, I mean, y'all yeah, let's be real, though. I am. Y'all are listening <laughs> to the baddest. I mean, seriously, go to a brewery, go to WWE, and then go fucking present. Okay. And go present to some college students. Yes, and they were engaged. They, they had were questions. You questions. Yes, girl. And I was like, oh, please don't ask me nothing hard. And you know what? I was just you were very, prepared for all prepared. the hard questions. I, so I don't know why you were worried. I don't know either. I think it's like you know. I think I psyched myself out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's like public speaking. Like yeah. I don't really do it as often as like I. I I should maybe uh-huh. um but you know I the in the words of a good friend of mine she was like you are the Beyonce girl walk in there and own the room and I was Hello? like okay thank Hello? you thank you girl was that me no it was not oh it sounded like something I was saying <laughs> it does sound like something because I definitely say. told you you was Beyonce <laughs> it did it was actually another friend of mine that actually works um in the area that I work in so it was it was really <laughs> funny that she said that and I was like you sound like Kavo but okay um <laughs> It was, it was crazy. So that's been my week. And then I just got asked to be on a panel. So I think, you know, like the, it's the week that she's been looking up, y'all. I am just like. You better motherfucking. I mean, like, seriously, though. Like. Okay. Okay. We don't stop being annoying. Sorry. Sorry guys. I'm so proud of her. Uh, I'm just very, I was just, I'm just having a really great week. I just need y'all to understand how bad of a bitch she is, <laughs> y'all. Y'all, this event this weekend, there were, th- there were thousands there of was people. so much going She was on. the lead event coordinator. There was so much going she on. She put all of this together. Mm. There was, there were two um bands that came up and they performed we had there three three actually. oh there mm-hmm. were three girl three different bands came up and performed they had it was a grammy award winning um yeah country music artist yeah. i mean and it was like the best team ever like i love my coworkers. it's only a group mm-hmm. of five of us and those type of events that we put on together is kind of just you know all hands on deck and mm-hmm. we really do a great job at like helping one another yeah um and it's like without having to truly like ask i guess for it you know it's like we yeah. all know what our strengths are we all know what we can bring to the table and we kind of just do that and do that to the best of our abilities and it just works out every and time it was so organized y'all thank you girl that oh my was, god i mean i've worked a lot i've been a vendor at a lot of events but that was the most organized like literally who spray paints the grass and like <laughs> and then mark's like my spot was like c6 and she's like here let me show you where you go Here's let me give map. you some volunteers i will let you i'll give you there help. was map and part <laughs> maps and parking passes and like it was just insane i was like wow i'm so proud of and then we got there and it was just so many people it was so organized everything was on time and prompt oh that makes me so happy the people y'all let me tell y'all about white people let me tell y'all about white people (laughs) y'all okay so i swear i swear so like we get there 
there. And uh, me and my team were like, okay, there's a lot of people here. Oh, my gosh. And then when they saw you when you came over, I was like, yeah, this is Jasmine. She's the person who put this whole thing together. They were like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. What, girl? Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. They were really impressed. But because, I mean, the event was amazing. I was impressed. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell y'all about white people so like okay the thing was the event was supposed to end at eight i think at maybe seven fifty, the um band was like okay you know thank you guys mm-hmm. blah, blah, you know thank you to the team rada rada y'all people were gone oh yeah i was packed up <laughs> my whole tent and everything was broken down by like eight 15, 15 at the latest yeah and i was like everything was in the car by like 8 30 we were out of there mm-hmm. and it's crazy because as a vendor i still was like ev- all the people were gone yeah white people leave they, they were like stay. oh it's over at eight okay well honey yeah. let's get our things together they get their things Come on, together kids, it's time they to go coolers and they go white people i mean you know we like to be ready to go we, we like, like to we, linger we like to girl linger, we like to lounge and talk linger. to you a little bit the cops got to tell us all right now it's all right i know y'all enjoying yourselves but mm-hmm. look we want to go home too okay have a good night nope our people Ain't be none like of that. okay see it ya. was none of that nope they'd be like see ya. it was great bye all right see uh-huh. y'all later all right dylan and it's so crazy okay hunter have we, a good one <laughs> we tell people like you know Give yourself about an hour just because we want to make sure the parking lot's clear. We don't want cars driving through the parking lot yeah. while there's people walking for safety purposes, right? right. Um, and girl, it, I was surprised. No, seriously, I was literally, I was concerned because I was like, okay, so I need to have my people here. Mm-hmm. We need to break everything down. I think I sent volunteers to help you. Yeah, you afterwards. did. Afterwards, mm-hmm. yeah. You did, and we were just like, we were getting everything together, and we are just like, okay, we need to... Um, we were just trying to make sure we didn't like break leave the rules yeah, and like leave. Girl, like, there were like, people leaving before. Yeah, people were like some gone. of the vendors. Because the thing about it too, like, is, like I was like vendors, one of the last people to go. Yeah, some <laughs> of the vendors they get really upset because they don't want to have to sit in there till nine because events started at one. So mm. imagine like you know they get there the day before, set their stuff mm-hmm. up, then have to come back maybe that morning to like set up food or whatever mm-hmm. kind of products they have. They don't want to stay until nine o'clock. They want to leave at eight fifteen at the latest. Mm-hmm. I mean seriously, and they want their cars to be pulled up, curbside drop off, yeah, like all that stuff. So. I mean, there were people at 7.30, like, one of the vendors was like, I'm leaving. I was like, okay, bye. You're going to have to walk your stuff from here to there, though. Like, yeah. please don't expect for us to come assist because that's just not, Mm-mm. we told you that you have to stay, like, you know, at least put together until 8 or some kind of extent. But, I mean, if you want to leave on your own regards, you are more, I can't hold you back. Yeah, it was crazy. But people make sure you bring a wagon. I think I told you, I was like, girl, yeah, bring I a wagon. Yeah, wagon. It definitely helped. <laughs> it was good, though. I'm glad you mm-hmm. enjoyed it. That, it made me, that makes me really happy. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great time. Good, good, it good. was. It was really nice. Well, I love it. So, um, I'm glad that our weeks are going really well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's get this week started with a little Monday motivation. Okay. Be strong enough to stand alone, smart enough to know when you need help, and brave enough to ask for it. Mm. Mm. Ain't that something? Ain't that about? Mm. Ain't I love that it. About a bitch. Yes. I love mm. that. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I mean, like I said, I, my, t- our team where I work is just so helpful. And I think that, you know, sometimes you do have that pride where you like, you don't want to ask for help because mm-hmm. you feel like you got to do it or like, it's not going to get done the right way or whatever the case may yeah. be. But it's so good to know, like, it's okay to just be like, Hey, I need help. 
Help it me. really is. Help me. And it can be so uncomfortable to ask for Oh, my for gosh, help. yes. I know. I'm I'm the type of person. I just like to do it all myself because mm-hmm. I don't need to ask anybody for anything. Even, like, I don't want your handwriting on myself. I want to write my hand my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll write it down. Yeah, I'll write it down. Don't worry about it. I'll do it. Like, I just mm-hmm. want to do everything. But you have to realize that sometimes you can't do everything by yourself yes and um that speaks to the event this weekend yeah it was so great y'all okay so all the like i said i've done i've been a vendor at a, at a couple events a good amount of them over the years and um i've always always just been like me and then my mom you know yeah if like she's usually there to help and then like if she's not then i just kind of am stressed and trying to figure it out or whatever but i'm usually there by myself stressed getting it together like sweating Mm -hmm. trying not to panic (laughs) Um, you know okay and um so (laughs) this event i just was like you know what i'm gonna ask my friends you know and see what they say because i need help so i sent out this message and i'm like i have an event this weekend there's supposed to be a large turnout so i need a team of about this many people you know if anybody could help for a certain amount of hours just let me know we can work around whatever you need and i had more than enough people people were like oh do you need me to come out i even had to text some of my friends and say like don't worry about it it's okay i have enough of us yeah it was so great that people were really like showing up and showing out even to the point where I'm like, you know, people that you don't even have to ask or remind them. They're like, yeah. OK, what do I need to wear? What time do mm-hmm. I need to be there? You know, and um, I love that. And I'm even the people who wanted to make it there and couldn't. It was just it was amazing. It was great. Some of my friends even had like board exams that day yeah. or they had it the next day. And so they were there studying while they were there. Some of them brought their kids and the kids were like, you know, literally it was just. It was beautiful. But they found a way, and I think that's really important. They really you know? found a way to be there for me, and it yeah. was so meaningful, y'all. I was just like, wow. It, I was blown away. I'm not I, even Yeah, when I went by your booth, I was very, very happy to see all that. I was like, okay, great. Yeah. She has it all together. Like, you I organized people, it, like, y'all. Know. They had, you, you know, I'm organized. So I was like, yes. everybody had a shift. I had a first shift, a second shift. Uh-huh. You were like, table one, table two, or checkout. Yeah, you know? that's even so much better because it's organized, it's mm-hmm. all together, and, you know, you don't want to get lost in like the midst of the event and i think that's the biggest and most important thing and so whether that's an event a meeting or whatever when you Mm -hmm. ask for that help and you know people show up and show out that's so important yeah Um, and great i love it yeah and then my parents had another event later like that day Mm -hmm. with my mom's bakery so they couldn't make it to help me and they really were trying but i was like you know it was an hour away from my house i'm like there's no sense in you having to drive Drive out here here. just to turn around and go back like it's perfectly fine i can handle it you know we're out here i got everybody my team was great and i made sure you know also if you ever ask for help make sure the people that you ask for help make sure you take care of them yeah you know even the volunteers you sent over i was like here take one of these take some of this like grab some lotion grab a beer butter my former intern was like um I love your friend. I'm like, <laughs> as you should. She's so sweet. And she brought her like, sister over. Her sister yeah. brought some um, fairy dust. Oh, good. Yeah. That makes me happy. She's mm-hmm. she's amazing. Um, but before really we get is. into all of this, because okay. this is going right. to definitely right. be our main area, let's mm-hmm. get into this tea. Yes. What's the tea, Steve? Bitch, I'm bored. What's the tea, ho? Bitch, when I tell you I got large, unsweet tea with a shot of raspberry, bitch, with light ice, never dull. Yeah, bitch, I hope you got two gallons so you can waste one and I spill it. So, 
Ari Lennox went on another, you know, Twitter rant. Um, yeah. I'm going to start calling her Twitter Twitter rant Ari. Like, okay, because I've, like, I've always, never seen a Twitter rant from her, but this one. Maybe because I, really? I think I just found her on Twitter. Okay, maybe why. so. Because she went on that whole rant about um, if you're like homophobic, don't talk, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, I love it, though. She stands up for what she believes in, and I'm totally with it. But uh-huh. she went on another, um, I wouldn't call it, was, it was like a rant, but basically... She is only going to perform on Instagram Live or YouTube after this year. Okay. Yes. Um, I didn't get to. I saw that. Did uh-huh. you see that? Yeah. So um, if you have uh, YouTube and all that stuff, make sure you get your. I don't know if it's going to be on YouTube Prime or whatever the heck it's called. The, the paid subscription or whatever. But um, she's only going to be performing on those two channels. In oh, the ne- yeah. Coming year. And she said that um, basically like the industry is a lot going on mm-hmm. behind the scenes and i don't know who she got the fighting with oh but she said she got the swinging with somebody i'll actually I let me it. read the tweet because it was it, well basically it was something that she posted in um on her page and she was just saying how she got in a fight essentially with somebody mm-hmm. backstage or whatever and um yeah so she was just like she would like lost her cool so she doesn't really want to perform at anything else anymore i don't know who it was that she got in a fight with sis oh yeah because she said if she ever loses her cool there's a valid reason for it yeah so somebody must have tried her shit and she wasn't having it because she said she swung on him so as she probably she said she didn't even what it was she was like i didn't even know i had hands (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I, I believe she got hands. Honestly, <laughs> okay, that those I mean, hands are those hands are probably as powerful as her voice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't doubt it. Not so, one bit. She mm. deleted the tweets now, but yeah, yeah, that's essentially what it says. So something must have happened, but it's unfortunate because I didn't get to see her live. But at the same time, protect your peace. And I like that um under the comments that she posted like mm-hmm. when she said that she wasn't going to be doing um any live performances anymore and stuff i like that people were like do what's best for you like, like protect supporting your peace. yeah mm-hmm. people like so many people are like protect your pieces protect your peace like well because i think people know the industry is kind of fucked up anyways. it's fucked up the it's so like, fucked do, up like, nah. <laughs> they really be trying to fuck out of people yeah. i know they do on a daily basis and the people first of all y'all be having the right one two and three exactly and they act like these people are just gonna sit there there's some people that just take it like i mean Mm -hmm. it's just a part of the day job they just get over it but there's some people who are like i don't give a fuck about this money Mm -hmm. to be completely honest i don't give a fuck about this y'all could kiss my ass exactly i am still a powerful woman that can do other things so don't get it twisted yeah Mm -hmm. um so protect your peace and your magic ari okay do what's best for you queen Mm -hmm. kfc is testing out a fried chicken and donut sandwich bruh no, thank you. <laughs> Y'all doing a lot with what this. What in the hell? I just... I think I heard about that on the radio sometime today. Like when... You know how you turn your car on before the Bluetooth come on? Yes. The radio be on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And moving on. Um, Issa Rae is set to release a reimagining of Set It Off despite Jada Pinkett's disapproval. So um, somebody asked Jada, like, what do you think about it? And she's like, it's a classic. Like, it's... Don't... Like, it's just... You know, don't do it. Like... Don't make a remake of something that's already been a staple. Like, you don't need to do anything else, you know? Basically, go beyond that. And um, I don't think Issa's is going to be exactly like it, but I think that she's going to probably take some um, key, you know, pieces from the movie. 
So I'll be interested to see what that looks like or if she still continues to go on and do it, you know? Yeah. So you know what I feel? I feel like a lot of people look at a lot of comedic um, actors, Mm -hmm. you know, and they kind of, what is it called? Typecast them. They mm-hmm. typecast them. Like, no, you're the funny guy. So yes. you're supposed to be funny. That's a real I thing. Mean, I mean, Will Smith was a funny guy yes. until he did a serious role. I don't remember his very first serious um, role. Daniel's but, with his son. I can't remember the name of it, but I know um, what you're talking about. Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. But yep. even like when he did serious scenes in Fresh Prince, he was like, he's a great actor. Yeah. All around, but he is a funny guy. Like, he's hilarious, but that doesn't mean he can't be serious as well. Exactly. So I kind of feel like this is, um, kind of like what typically happens when people try to kind of go outside of what they've been in you know in the box to. Of, yeah um mm-hmm. and so i feel like you know i feel like Issa has range and we just probably haven't seen it yet or haven't been because i mean she's she's shown us emotion in a lot of other scenes oh yeah you know in a lot has. of scenes in insecure so i think that maybe she wants to explore that but at the same time i feel like we need to leave set it off well enough alone. I just think that like there's so many scripts out there that are probably new, fresh, and very, I just feel like, like we can't come up with something new. No, there is so many scripts out there that have like that are new. I'm sure of it. Why like, there's can't people we writing do another movie day, about a like? They, I don't understand what the big fascination is with remaking older but movies. But I think like also Disney's I'm doing it. They're like, doing it's just a all thing of this right now. It's like a fad. It's like it's we stressful. have to remake some movies. I don't understand that. And then they they said they're remaking House Party. Yeah, and I'm just kind of confused because there was a one two and three so why do we need to remake exactly like alone it was for kid and play and it was for you know like for for that time period just in general all of those people that were in it all the famous people that we see in that movie Mm -hmm. that was before they became famous and it's just like y'all are gonna remake it and y'all are gonna bastardize it like leave it Alone. I just don't understand what the fascination like, you is. You don't have honestly. to remake classics. Like, yes, I'm sure the classics were all the classics all came in the 90s because the 90s was the best time period. I'm not gonna lie, but like, we don't have to make it over. Yeah, like, like the 90s didn't remake a whole bunch of shit from the 80s and 70s. They just made new shit. Yeah. So how about y'all make new shit? Like, I don't know what it is. And I, I know think there's, there's like a new... big phenomena for it. And people, I just, I think there's so many like writers out there who write every single day that have yeah. quality. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Films there are out people there. out there that aren't getting seen because y'all want to do a damn spinoff of some shit and of everything. Of, of everything, being like, creative and using your own, like using your own ability or your own thought process. Exactly. Why do you have to exactly bite off of somebody else. Shit? So we will see what the heck happens with her. But I do think that we should not underestimate her no but she's a writer she creates she that her pen and that's why i'm very like i'm very interested to see what this is about because Mm -hmm. i think that like i think when people on they when they put in the title like oh she's going to do something would set it off they automatically Mm -hmm. assume it may be a remake so i'm wondering if she's just going to take pieces from it and like and shape it into something or Mm -hmm. if she's truly going to do a remake if she's doing a remake then i'm i'm really not here for it but if she's going to do something that she's she's already written but she's taken a few of the qualities that set it off had then okay mm-hmm. like that'd be very interesting to see but i'm, I'm we'll see what happens um takashi 69 <laughs> y'all y'all okay mm-hmm. so takashi 69 is on trial currently and he is very very loose of the lips <laughs> loose um, about the lips Frederick. honey honey uh, he is naming members of this gang that he's in or um 
supposedly and all these different things but he's naming members he is cooperating with the feds it is a whole thing guys i advise you all to go listen to expeditiously mm-hmm. um and learn about the rules I'm of glad snitching. you told me about it i heard about it before yes. but like that's a good ass podcast i, I advise everyone it. to go listen to that and then mm-hmm. i get so wrapped up in things like this i have been like so he's been on trial for the past so it started yesterday today was the second day and then tomorrow they're going to do a half day because he still has more to say which i'm super intrigued mm-hmm. about um and he's just naming people left and right. They ask him what 13 plus 13 is. And this boy is just naming somebody. It's insane. <laughs> um, I I really am. I, I, I'm indifferent, but I feel like I'm afraid like for his family mm-hmm. because that is a whole different type of ball game to be into. And I think mm-hmm. that this is a really big lesson for people like you cannot flex like you're a part of that life when you know you're not you know because Mm -hmm. it's going to be exposed what's done in the dark will always come to light and i think right now we're just seeing that and it it makes me feel sad because i'm just like this man is never ever going to be able to live a life but this is what he chose and it's just insane so Mm -hmm. girl kanye is releasing a gospel album called jesus is a king or jesus is king sorry and um, I was talking to one of my good girlfriends about this and we were going back and forth and she was, we had the same conversation we had last week about whether if he's doing like, is he a praise team or is he like really having a church? What is going on? He was at new birth Baptist. I believe that's what the new church birth is called. Missionary Baptist. Church. Yes. Um, this past Sunday he did a pop-up performance there and, one of the girls that I follow on Instagram did a recap about it and she really praised it. She said it was really good. I think that this whole thing. I think the problem is like he's the messenger and maybe that's the issue that we all have or people have, but it seems like he's a, it's a praise team and there's a lot of praise teams around there that go to different churches and praise. And then she said there was a a preacher that actually preached. So he's not preaching. Nobody in his camp is preaching. They're just praising. So I don't know. What do you think? I know you're against it. (laughs) I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. I mean, he could be walking down the street and I wouldn't, I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. Mm. Well, that's how I feel. I am. Um, in, the great, in the words of the great Kiki Palmer. Honestly, look. Honestly, I just. No, I don't agree with it. I feel like Kanye, this is just too much, bro. First of all, okay, he went to New Birth Missionary Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. Cute. New Birth Missionary Baptist Church is also the same church that Bishop Eddie Long was raping little boys. So what? What does that mean? Like, you know just that. allow anybody to stand in the pulpit. Like, you got to be careful in them churches that just allow anybody to just stand up there. Like, yes, he's changing these songs or whatever and putting a beat to it and it sounds nice. But, like, I looked at a recap and the guy was like, yeah, you know, we just can't judge Kanye because he's hurt. He's done with some trauma in the past. And, da, da, da. and it's like, okay, but why is he going through this publicly? Why can't he deal with this privately and then come out and say, look, y'all, this is where, like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. this is just too much. And he's the messenger and he shouldn't be because he hasn't even come out and said the things I said previously. I know that shit made no sense. Like, let's come back to this. Like, I'm questioning your mental state and I don't feel like you should be on the pulpit talking to the masses about anything until you get your mind right. 
I think that he definitely needs to get more like therapy, like in depth. You know, mm-hmm. he's come out and said that he's bipolar. He's on medication and things like that. But I think that there's something else mentally like off. Obviously, yeah. um, just the way the that he talks do and not things go like to every that. Flow, baby. Yeah, exactly. And I think that you know, um, I am not a real big advocate of people using like trauma as the reason why they're the way they are just because we've all been through some things and i'm not saying that my trauma is bigger than your trauma or anything like that but i'm Mm -hmm. saying that there's resources for and ways for us to deal with those traumas and And if you don't utilize them then utilizing the public as an escape is not a way to deal with it and it's not fair it's really not fair people people are following you you because Mm -hmm. you're a celebrity and people don't yeah I'm but sorry, I didn't I mean think to my, cut you off. Keep no, going. but I'm just saying, I think my biggest stance on this mm-hmm. as a whole is that I think that Kanye has developed a praise team. And I think that's the difference. I think that right now he's doing renditions of um, different songs, you know, and putting them together and the beats and things like that. And it sounds really good. And mm-hmm. I feel like if you want to listen to Kanye West's music for that purpose because you like the praise part of it and things like that and want to use it for you, you do what you want to do just make sure we know who we praise exactly though, i think there's a level of understanding like if you are right. you know fully faithful and you know who the, the god that you serve i don't think that kanye should sway you either way i think that if you want to use it if you want to play his music play his music but you know that you're not worshiping this man this man is not yeah. jesus some don't taste right in the pot honestly and i'm just not interested in putting <laughs> any money in this i mean it sounds all really pocket. good too it, his music does sound really good kanye's a very big creative he's always been. i mean his music always sounds great yes. but i stopped listening to that shit after that nigga start talking crazy yeah that don't mean because it sound good you got to listen to it r kelly music sound good but r kelly right little girl uh, that's very true so what that mean because just because step in the name of love sound nice you're gonna play it you're gonna stream it and put money in his pocket i don't care if it's pennies i'm not giving that nigga a red cent well if you guys do just i'll know. play kanye before kanye lost do his mind fucking because i used to love man. kanye so he much not god. But he's too much he's not god he is just a messenger <sighs> and that's what he's doing right now so he's not a messenger from god he's hey. just a nigga he's a random person standing up there talking okay Anyways. i don't feel like we should say that he's a messenger <laughs> because he feels like he, he is, is a messenger that's what a messenger is someone who is going to send the message and i'm not saying that he's a good messenger i'm who not is saying he that sending he's, the message from the people Jasmine. they clearly are listening to what he's doing but no who is he getting give bringing the message like who he's bringing the message to the people but who is it coming from hmm that's between you and whoever that's between y'all that's not what i'm saying i'm not saying that i'm listening Mm -hmm. to him 24 7 i'm not saying that i'm gonna buy this album i'm just saying that he's being used as a message he feels like he's the messenger Mm -hmm. so you know don't shoot the other messenger don't shoot me okay Mm -hmm. i'm just saying that's what no, this nigga I ain't is doing. Shooting the I'm just saying, <laughs> girl, you know how I feel. I used to I know, love Kanye, you, but I just can't support it. I have friends it. who still love Kanye, and I don't think Kanye. I think that Kanye has a lot of deep issues. I don't give you a pass because you've dealt with trauma. We've all dealt mm-hmm. it with trauma. You don't get a that pass doesn't for give saying you an excuse. Things. It's just like the whole ASAP Rocky situation. Mm-hmm. Like you don't get a pass because now you're in a fucked up situation. That doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. Like you have to feel some type of remorse and you know come to the masses and say like, okay, I admit that I was wrong for saying those kind of things until then like you are going to lose following you are going to lose people people are not going to back you anymore or support you because Mm -hmm. you're out here wilding simple yeah so yeah that's all i got (laughs) okay well uh, you got anything (laughs) you know i do it's time for cavo's lukewarm tea everybody all right so um first thing is 
there was a there's a new mural in El Paso mm-hmm. um, that some men got together. They're um, ex gang members, I believe, and okay. they got together and painted a mural in El Paso, and um, it's basically saying the strong Texan. It's just like you know, saying that they can go through it and they'll still be there together or whatever. Okay, but cool. um, Alyssa Meisner posted this. And um, I guess she works for CBS Channel mm-hmm. 4. But it says a new mural is going up to celebrate El Paso's strength in the wake of the Cielo Vista Walmart shooting. Okay. Check out the unlikely artists putting the project together. Oh, wow. Unlikely artists? What the fuck is that? Um, Who is she? she must be a news person for cbs but is she saying unlikely because they're are they because they're ex-gang members but it's like just because they're ex-gang members doesn't mean they're not artists like what the fuck you mean sis yeah anyway um one of their um one of the guy's daughters reposted this and she was like unlikely artists my uncle and dad work hard on this so put some respect on their names john ramirez and jaime hernandez jr I you know they don't like them. to do that, though. I know they don't like to, but that shit is just ridiculous. Come they on. They want to make sure that you know that they were troublemakers back in the day and that they're no good citizens or whatever. The That narrative is always some bullshit. Right. So. Okay, next on the list. Um, Parkwood Entertainment did not receive their Emmy for Homecoming. You know, I saw that. So People were mad. <laughs> yeah that's how i feel about that that's crazy i saw that's that that on that y'all okay. had those people come out and they would didn't win anything and beyonce was like first of all if i'm if i'm not winning shit i ain't fucking coming at all she I'll does send not. my people yeah god damn it i'm not showing up if y'all not giving me something to walk home with period and that's that on that but they needed people there so butts and seats bring beyonce and tell her that she may win something mm-hmm so um next is next up is something that is very unfortunate but i feel like i should talk about it and bring light to it so you know if anybody wants to take action with this or see follow this story they could but um a man named brandon springfield his um twitter is at i am king springs Mm -hmm. he posted tomorrow will be one week since my child was bullied attacked and beaten we still have yet to receive a safety plan on how the school's leaders plan to keep our child safe as he receives his education more info on his facebook and on his instagram and it's the same as um, i saw that video circulating it was so hard to watch because these white boys were beating like Mm -hmm. these little white boys were beating up this little black boy it was multiple yeah they jumped him yeah and he was literally just trying to protect himself like balling himself up and then it looked like even a teacher came in there because they have on uniforms so they have on like bright blue shirts Mm -hmm. and khakis somebody walked in with a black jacket and they were taller than whoever was holding the camera and they didn't even try to stop it then it was like they got the other students to grab them and kind of pull them off and that's i'm ridiculous. like that's just like what the fuck and Are as you a parent me? i would go the fuck as off. a parent i would kill everybody like, that school. school would everybody not... gonna die oh yeah like pachum, everyone pachum, can everybody gonna die tonight <laughs> i'm not trying to laugh but like it's it's insane to me that it's been a week and there's been, been nothing done i would be girl livid 
I would be in that school every single day of every the hour. I would take off day. work and be like, you gonna, you think that that was a problem? I'm the problem that you I'm gotta deal with. The, you thought that was a problem. Yeah. I'm going to let you know I'm going right to tell now. you I'm 10 times more the problem. I am going to be your worst nightmare. Oh, yeah. I'm raising all underground in this motherfucker. And little kids are so fucking rude and mean so and disrespectful. Rude and, like, mean they get, and, disrespectful. and they get worse as they get younger. Like, it's just like, like they, they just think don't that care. They, yeah. And it's like these parents and these teachers and whoever, I'm you sure. You really have Maybe you're trying. There. Maybe somewhere you're trying. But, mm-hmm. like, there are some kids that are just fucking bad. And they're yeah. rotten. And, like, these parents just act like it's okay. And it's like, no, when your child gets the ass knocked out. Yeah. You can't get mad at anybody but yourself. Mm-hmm. And then did you see, um, this is kind of, like, this is relevant. But this was in California. Did you see the mom who went in the classroom and, like, cussed them out? Like, leave my daughter the fuck oh, alone. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And that's what it You takes. have to get to that because they won't, like, she said she went through multiple attempts or whatever of trying guys to, like, handle it in different ways and nothing was happening until she went in there and was like look call your mama call your grandma I saw that. call your auntie and that would be me whoever you need to call we can handle this yeah but what i'm gonna let you know right now is you're not gonna talk to her ever again the way that one right there that's this mine. one right here you're not gonna do that to her you're not doing that to her no and you have to be like that i mean honestly i'm not gonna lie my dad was like that like um, my okay yo seriously my mm-hmm. niece was bullied right mm-hmm. um and her father did not play girl he called the APS and was like, I'm telling you right now, I'm calling the news. I'm mm-hmm. calling um, superintendent. We, I will make sure that this school gets shut down. Like, it's not a game. And because they, it's like... It's, they treat it like it is. Like, oh, it's just their age. Like, oh, they're just no. being kids. No, bro, because these kids are being violent. Because kids are getting worse and worse. Like, I was bullied growing up, mm-hmm. especially in elementary school. And, um, I mean, it would just, like, I had friends... Shout out to Adrian. I had friends who would stand up for me and be like, you know, talking to the people like, girl, leave her the fuck alone or yeah. whatever. And it got to the point one day I was so fed up because I was just like, look, I'm trying not to have this problem because I got in a fight on the first day at a new school oh, with this boy because he was talking shit about me and I swung on his ass. As and so I was like, should. I'm trying not to get in trouble again. Like, you know, so I was dealing with it until like close to the end of school and we were in the hallway and she said some shit to me and I like swung on her ass. And then like to should. this day, it's like, bitch, fuck you but like i dealt with that shit for all of fourth and fifth grade you know what i mean and that's the worst because these like i'm telling you these yeah kids, and then just... i got to middle school and it was kind of like the same thing until i like got taller and less awkward but you know what i mean yeah it, it took that because i was like late when it came to puberty and stuff too like a lot of girls had like they were very shapely mm-hmm. and i wasn't <laughs> I was like a string bean and I didn't Aww. have any chest or air, like anything until I like and then I was kind of like round okay. you know okay and then I got taller and then I was like I don't know I was just very awkward until a certain period and so kids didn't hold back but it was not near we didn't have social media we didn't have what the kids have now yeah, it's like they can't it's escape like cyber it bullying. yeah you go it's home just and the it's still worst. there it's just sad bro. like I, I could have went home and not dealt with it but I know my brother dealt with some stuff like that um Especially in elementary school, and my dad got on the bus. He should. <laughs> he like, got I on really the bus that morning. Think that's and was what like, parents Look. have to do because they they're not. Yeah, they don't. Have, you I don't have think to talk directly to the child. I don't think parents have any other options sometimes because yeah. they go through the correct avenues and nobody's giving them answers mm-hmm. or they're brushing them off or they're not giving them time of the day. Right. And it's like, okay, well, if you won't handle it, I'll handle it, and then it yeah. becomes a whole spectacle when mm-hmm. reality. 
if you would have just dealt with it, I wouldn't be here. But that's also the importance of making sure you have a good rapport with everyone that's going to deal with your child. Because Hell like yeah. my dad, the bus driver that drove my brother in elementary school mm-hmm. was the bus driver that drove me in elementary school. She okay. was still driving. Like, so he had the same a relation. Route. Yeah. Yeah. So he knew her. So like when he got on the bus, he was like, look, I need to talk to such and such. And she was like, um. And he was like, like, he had no questions. It was like, I'm going to let you know I'm talking to him. And he walked straight to him and was like, I'm going to let you know right now, little nigga. Like, don't ever, <laughs> ever. Put your say, hands on this one. Don't say, say nothing else. Don't deal with this one. Whatever mm-hmm. you got going on, if you have a problem, here's my card. Give this to your mama and tell her to hit me. Like, he literally handed Simple. him a business card. And, and you know what? Have your mom and dad call me because it, we can deal with this. If I ever have children. It. Girl, and somebody came to me and told me that my Who child was the bully. Something happened to my baby. I yes. swear to God. But if I'm somebody came it. to me and said that my child was the bully, I'm beating ass. Oh, okay? I'm tearing like, ass. Have up. you lost your mind? Yeah, you got me because out here looking crazy. Because there's also kids out here who contribute to it. Yes, even if they're not the lead one. They in over the here back, they just add sitting there watching. Following. Yeah, you're watching. You're recording that boy who's recording this fight. Like, who the you fuck is recording this shit? Too. You need to begin your ass beat because why are you not? And it's like. Like at the same time it's beneficial that somebody recorded it because if nobody did then his dad would have never known what the fuck happened no he would have came and home would, and been like nothing i just fell yeah he would have nah. been like i don't know or whatever and he wouldn't have had any kind of record but at the same time there were other kids standing around and nobody did anything and that's kind of sickening to me exactly and i but at the same time it's like i don't want to let that impede on my like view of humanity because i also feel like there's still good people out there oh, and there when things is. happen there are people out there that step out of their way to help strangers and the future is not as dark as we think because no, just as many videos not. as there are of kids being total and complete trash because their parents i'm sure total and complete trash and that's why they they, they had to get it from somewhere oh yeah um but there are also just as many videos of kids donating clothes and like yeah, things being like that like and being good as Samaritans of society. You know, even those kids that get bullied, you know, I saw a video the other day of a kid who he got bullied because he didn't have I guess the um the like nicest clothes or he mm-hmm. used to wear the same shoes every day and they used to talk about him and kids like bought him clothes with the money that they had Which and brought so stuff nice. from home like here's some stuff you that way you can have some things to change that way they can stop making fun of you and it's just yeah. like that is what i like to focus on when i think about my view of humanity in the future and right? that's good you i think know? that's a proper um view i think they're always if not what the negative. fuck are we gonna do every day yeah. we don't want it like well, there's always think- gonna be negative things happening mm-hmm. out there in the world but i think that the more that the good comes out i feel like it's that will there. definitely you know um and we don't have to look for it it's exactly there. exactly you got anything else oh yeah so let's talk about this white woman um of who reached of course a white woman who reached over that baby in target and then the mom it was in new york did you see the video Mm-mm. so basically this woman and her daughter were in target they were shopping and um they were like i guess in the hair care section they're grabbing stuff and maybe her daughter was like a, in the same aisle but maybe a couple feet away from her you know how kids might be looking at different yeah. stuff so her daughter's looking at something and the white woman wanted to grab something on a shelf above the little girl instead of asking her or saying excuse me so she can grab it or whatever or so she can move out of the way she literally stands like up close to her like she's not there reaches over her and grabs whatever she needs and the mom got pissed off because she's like you could have said fucking excuse me like she's a person too the fuck like you don't reach over her like she's not fucking there you could have said excuse me and i would have moved her she would have moved herself exactly but you didn't say anything you just reached over her like she wasn't fucking there and so the white woman white tears 
girl she starts to record and she's like you know what i'm gonna get security and da, 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 oh da. and you assaulted me and the woman like started slapping her phone and was like i ought to slap the shit out of you like she's like really <laughs> i'm finna like she's like really i'm finna knock your shit off right now like really though like you know new york bitches don't play like At she all. was like don't give a really i'm finna not like she was finna knock her block off like yeah. she was like people were holding her back and she was just like you don't understand she was like your daughter is terrified she was like no my daughter's calm because she understands that you were disrespecting her and yeah. i'm gonna stand up for her any day of the week like exactly. what the fuck is that if the, she was on the other foot she'd be just as angry she'd be just as angry but the thing about it is black people don't do that to other people no. we say excuse me we understand this this fucking the space. courtesy of personal space we know what space means we understand like, that what? children are human no matter what color they yes. are it's like for some reason like, like, like what yeah. the fuck like that's a person standing right there all you have to do is say excuse me she could have took a step to the side so you could have grabbed whatever exactly. you needed exactly but instead you decide to just reach over her like she's your shit you don't fucking know her back no, up ridiculous anyway and white women love to do like passive aggressive things and then act like they never did anything the like, whole throw the rock oh, but i girl, don't really throw the rock thing that was just a symbol of how you feel like you were above her exactly okay and then last little piece of cute news mm-hmm. um junie is terrorizing love. tiana taylor did you see love her yes she's so fucking adorable so she so her mom puts parental controls if you haven't seen it puts parental controls on her youtube and like i guess her apple music or whatever for her ipad so she can't listen to like her music or like certain music yeah because obviously she's, she's a too child young for it not yet so anyway she's recorded she's like on instagram live and junie she figured out how junie watches her music junie still be watching her music even though she has an interference that control. is hilarious she'll she figured out how to work siri and she'll say hey siri and siri will say yeah and then she'll be like can you play tiana taylor videos Oh my god! And so she'll be watching her mom's videos when she's at around, and then like she'll be like, "Hey Siri, can you play Cash Doll?" She's like, "Siri, can you play Cash Doll?" And she'll play Cash Doll videos, and her mom is like. Oh my goodness, what am I gonna do with this little girl? Have you seen her pictures for her first day of school? She's been popping her hip. She uh uh-uh, uh she didn't pop her hip. No, she, she has popped did her not, hip. And girl. both so Tiana took her the first day and then Iman took her the second. And uh-huh. she has popped her hips in both videos and her mom's like, girl. Where is she getting this like pose from? She like, is so grown. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yes, she really is. She is so cute. <laughs> Oh my god. Like they should have another one. Uh uh-uh, uh, look at the little hip hop I see. Okay. Yes. It's the cutest little thing. She is so adorable. She is a, yes, she She's really the is. cutest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I hope you guys enjoyed that. You ready to get into the scoop? Yes, girl. Okay. I realize I do have to change. I have to change in the cursing, certain type of things I do. I gotta, I, I gotta keep them in mind, you know, because they love me. But not today, though. Today I'm wilding. Today I'm bugging and thugging. So this week we wanted to talk about the power of asking for help and why that is so important. And Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted this to be a free conversation because I know that we both struggle sometimes with asking people for help. Um, I think we're very independent women and we know what Mm. we can do and what we can get done. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So I wanted to talk to you about what that looks like for you. 
Um, I know this past weekend we had Rock in the Ville, and that kind of gave you a sense of um, truly getting out there and asking, you know, mm-hmm. the squads and asking them, you know, for help and things like that. So, you know, what is your thoughts about asking for help? Why do you think that we struggle as people in general? There's a lot of people out there, black women and specifically. Why do you think that we struggle so much with asking our peers um, to help us in any kind of aspect of our lives? I think black women specifically, I think it's the way we're programmed we're programmed that we have to be independent i mean that makes all she got her own house Mm -hmm. she got her own car blah blah blah, whatever but white women are raised to go find a man to help them Mm -hmm. when they struggle like it's so funny years ago um before my friend carmen got married and had a baby and all of that um right when she met her husband a little after they were we met him mm-hmm. at her going away party and just the way he talked about her and just the way he looked at her everything was just so beautiful about it you know yeah and um he and we were talking my friend Brittany and i who you'll meet when we go to houston okay we were talking to her aunt about just like life and relationships and dating because we were both two single black women you know like we're like niggas i ain't out here trying to do right you know whatever <laughs> and so she was just telling like she says sometimes, um, you know, men don't approach you essentially because not that you don't look approachable because you look mean, but you just look like you don't you don't need or want anyone in your space. Yeah. Right. And so um, she was giving an example of like how she met her husband. Right. He was he's a pilot and she traveled a lot for work Mm -hmm. and she used to travel all the time and she said she would go through the airport you know rush through her little bag throw her bag in the top sit down get to her you know thing and go back and forth but then it would be people that she would see because they go on the same routes all the time and they'll be like oh we're engaged and she's like how is this happening and she just started paying attention and she noticed that for example, a white woman might get on the plane and they'll ask somebody to put their bag up for them. Mm. That opens the space for conversation. Yeah. Right. Or like, you know, different things like that. You know, they'll just sit down and start talking to somebody or whatever. You just make yourself more open. Mm-hmm. And then it's not necessarily that you're sitting there with resting bitch face, but you're just more mm, available, more available. Right. Yeah. And so I think that's something that we're programmed to be so independent and to not ask for help and to not be there or, you know, not not like we're just supposed to be able to do everything by ourselves. Exactly. We've got to be superwoman. Yeah. And it's the example that we've been shown, but also like the examples like it's the example that's been set for us. Yeah. You know, but at the same time. I don't want to like asking for help is not a weakness. And I feel that we've been taught that. Yeah. Pre-programmed for sure. I think that we've been programmed to think that by asking for help, it's, it's showing that we can't do it ourselves. We're uh-huh. not capable. I think that's asking the biggest for thing. funding, like in yes. businesses, oh like gosh, that's a thing yes. that black people don't know anything about, about like small business grants and things like you would never know about those things because we don't ask. We just say, okay, well, I'm going to use my own money and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Cause we right. don't want a handout. We don't want a handout mm-hmm. because that it's been taught to us that people helping you or getting help from they someone. want something in return mm-hmm. or it's like a contingency. that it's like charity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the main reason why black women have trouble asking for, you know, for help or assistance, even when it comes to just saying like, OK, I don't have money for this this month. Can somebody help me out? You know, yeah. small things like that. And a lot of it is like also kind of like humility because you don't want people to really know that you can't handle it. You want people to look at you like you're this superwoman. Mm-hmm. But the crazy part is like 
all of these people that we look up to i guess you know what i'm saying like beyonce rihanna the celebrities they have teams like the boss bitches like rihanna has savage she has fenty beauty she mm-hmm. has the stationary thing that's coming the winery that's coming the furniture brand that's coming like, oh my all, gosh the fenty the fenty designer brand like she has all of these things you think she don't know that shit by her damn self no you think she using her personal money out of her personal bank account to fund these these things no No, absolutely not she has venture capitalists and people and teams that go to talk to people and go reach out and getting people to put things together and i'm sure she's the person who puts the final seal on everything but i mean if she were the person who was trying to graphic design all her stuff and create she fail she will fail because she can't do everything Mm -hmm. i mean and honestly like it's funny because we're always like where this where's the album sis but at the same time she's like look i'm doing all of this give me a second i'll get to that when i can Mm -hmm. but that's realistic though yeah because she's doing a lot but at the same time she has a team i mean these people don't show up looking absolutely fabulous to these events without a glam squad you know what i mean why you can't have your own little glam squad you know what i mean i think the whole of what everything that you're saying in my head to wrap it into a pretty bow is that your team is there in place so that you don't have to sit here and be stressed out as much or you don't have to sit here and struggle as much you have people in set in place that are good at what they do and that's why they're a part of your brand you know it's okay like i think it's important to have the right people on the seats on the bus to make the bus go yeah so that's that's another thing i was going to mention is making sure that you put people in places where you feel like they like they will excel play on their strengths Mm -hmm. if you want help with people make sure you're doing like you said find out where you feel they they would excel at like for example when we were setting up the vendor booths like your um volunteers that you had they helped me bring everything over they helped me set up with the tablecloths when it got to actually like placing my my products and figuring out where i wanted everything to go then i was like okay thanks my friends are here because they have a vision right. they know they have what you're looking for exactly and yeah. one of my friends is very artistic and very mm-hmm. so like i literally well both of them that came are very good with that i literally it was so great because you know how it was at the first event yeah. usually when i get there i don't have like a standard setup because i always no. have so many different things so it's like we just figure it out as we go mm-hmm. so i was kind of doing this and i'm like can we do this or that or whatever i literally barely explained what i needed and there were no words they just set everything up like okay boom 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 here it goes and i was like oh my gosh i can breathe sigh of relief for sure you know what i mean because every other event it's been like okay let me put this here let it's me put hectic that there. it's very hectic it's very stressful and they were just like okay no problem put this here put that there and i'm like okay let me just explain to you products you know mm-hmm. and then i know i know this person is good with talking to people so i'm gonna make sure i put you on the table where you're explaining the products or if people have questions Mm -hmm. you need to study because you have your exam tomorrow so i'm gonna place you on checkout because you don't really have to talk to people you just put the stuff in the bag check them out swipe the card and then you go you switch from the checkout screen on the ipad back to the notes and it's good to go Mm -hmm. right so you place people where they need to be and where they'll be happy and you know take care of your team make sure that it's like I didn't have obviously funds to pay people to come, but I gave them products. You know what I mean? I gave people like enough. I was like, here, take this, please. I'm yeah. so grateful for you to have the time to <laughs> like, take everything, you know? And so um, I made sure that the people that helped me out were taken care of, but I also put them places where they would actually be okay with being there for hours or yeah. that's something that plays off of their personality. That's very important when you ask for help too. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. And making sure that everyone's, 
understand they understand the expectation of what you're trying to put out there yeah you know Mm -hmm. i think that when you have people across the board that know exactly what your vision is without having to you know sit down and have a whole congress congressional meeting about it it's like okay this is so great you guys know it's in my head Mm -hmm. we're able to actually like put this vision into execution mode right exactly without me having to actually place everything and put it here you know and that's such a like even okay so with the event for us we have obviously as a team of five of us Mm -hmm. doing this but we also have like other departments that help us out along the way and i remember talking to one of them saying like you know delegation is very important Mm -hmm. you cannot be everywhere at one time but you also have to have a team that trusts who like your leadership you know and when you are it's important for help, to be a good leader when yeah. you ask for help from people because you're creating your team yes and they're following your lead and you have to be able to tell them what you're you, like looking for them to do because if not you're just going to be upset and frustrated because and you're going to be doing everything you. yeah you're still going to be doing everything and that and the thing the idea a lot of times some people ask for help right mm-hmm. and then the person they're not very good at executing or explaining what they're thinking so that the person can execute that idea yeah and they get frustrated and then they just end up doing it on their own anyway exactly and i think that's bad as well because i think that those people are there to help for a reason so you should tell them okay look this is what i want because it also makes them feel like they're not doing a good job Mm -hmm. and then you feel frustrated because you feel like okay well you gotta go behind you i have to go behind you and things like that yeah it's kind of like a double-edged sword yeah, you know, it really is. and that's not fair to either party, especially because for me, if someone asks me to help and then I come to help you and you're doing everything anyways, I'm going to leave. You don't need me. I'm just a body that's taking up space because when right. I'm trying to help you, you're walking around me or double checking what I'm doing. Why? Why am I here? Yeah, it kind of makes you feel frustrated on the back end, too. So it I really definitely does. get that. Yeah. So that that was really like a great experience okay. for me because that was honestly my first time really just asking for help from Mm -hmm. a group of people like and well I don't want to say my first time I did have a time before that I asked for some help and I didn't really get a response and did that discourage you it really did okay because I'm not the type of person (laughs) okay well I'm not the type of person to ask for help I like to just be able to do everything by myself but sometimes that hurts me because I can't be as consistent as I would like to be because Mm -hmm. I have so many things going on you know my hands are in so many pots yes they are so sometimes something has to take a break or has to be put on the back burner until I can get a flow with something else to you know get the ball rolling but Mm -hmm. if you have people that are willing to help you and able to help you and you take that you know you can do that but um it really discouraged me I guess because I'm not the type of person to ask for help and I kind of sent out a little text message and I was just like hey guys can you guys help me out you know whatever and um some people were busy which was understandable Mm because it was like a holiday weekend but some people just never responded and it was the last you know they were the last people I thought would never have said anything back to me yeah so it really discouraged me and asking for help Mm -hmm. and I ended up on it I actually ended up not doing the event like the day the night before I like the night before I was in full distress like I was boohoo crying like because things weren't together stuff wasn't working out I had like maybe one person who said they would come and help me and then like they ended up not being able to and so I was just like losing it and my mom was like well Kavori if you don't want to do it like you don't have to and Mm -hmm. I just felt so bad because I felt like a failure like I was like what do you mean I paid a hundred dollars or whatever for this table I paid my money Mm mm-hmm 
for this spot and i wanted to go make money and it was a two-day event and i knew and it was a holiday event but i was so stressed out that i literally was losing my mind and i just like the whole the next day all i did was sleep because i just i didn't even do it because i didn't i couldn't get any help yeah and i think my mom had an event that day too so it was just gonna be me by myself yeah that's a lot and yeah and it was like an eight-hour event for two days Whew. in like gwinnett county or somewhere mm-hmm we good for um, them two days. Yeah, them two day <laughs> eight hour events. My goodness, you like, bro, slim it down. Come on, okay, on, it's not please. that deep. <laughs> but I paid and I didn't do it because I didn't have any help and no, you know, the people that I thought would have been available, you know, they never responded and it yeah. would have been fine if you couldn't have made it. But they just it's didn't like say at least it. let you know. Yeah, so it took me a while. That was like mm, two years ago. It okay. took me a while to actually be comfortable. Wow. And even when I sent out this message. It was like a copy and paste like to everybody, but I was so nervous. Like when I typed it up, I read it like three times. Like, okay, does this sound okay? Like I don't want to make it seem like, you know if they don't come, if they don't come that we're not friends or like whatever. But like I hope people write me back. I don't want Mm -hmm. people and I always had this feeling that people would be offended when you ask for help or when you ask for Mm. things from them. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, I I can see that mm -hmm. and I understand that. I think for me it's been I also handle like the volunteers. Like yeah. that's my kind of portion, you know. Uh-huh. And when I first started handling volunteers at my um, former job, I feel like I was definitely nervous about asking people for help because I thought, okay, well, they think like because when the the word volunteer help, it's free labor, mm-hmm. right? And so like people, they usually want money, and then like it's come, it's from a different perspective, you know. For me, at least, um, they usually want money. They're not really like gun ho about come in an extra couple of hours for free like mm-hmm. w- why would i do that you know um and it kind of made me like super nervous about asking people in my new role now if i go out to different schools or different colleges or different clubs or whatever the case may be rotary whatever and ask for help or ask for volunteers it's like people look at you funny like who who's doing that but then you have people who are like oh my gosh yes like i'm su- like okay cool yeah. you know um i think that in order for me not to get discouraged when it comes to asking, because I have to ask all the time and right. I ask the same people essentially, like I'm not going, I mean, I definitely have new people on mm-hmm. the roster, but you essentially start asking the same couple of people mm-hmm. because they're just loyal. Right. Um, that even if they say no, at least I ask cause closed right. mouths don't get fed. Right. Right. And I think we talked about that. I'm like, Hey, mm-hmm. listen, if you send it to 15 people and only five can help you, at least five can help you. And that's what I did. I sent it to like, yeah. cause I sent out the message to like, you know, my group of close friends. So like everybody that I know, I was mm-hmm. like, I gotta see before I leave. Yeah. I sent it out to them. And, and it's funny because I was surprised by the people that were wrote back and was like, oh, yeah, I can help. I can help at this time. Or yeah. I can do, and it was really shocking to me, you know, and they showed up and showed out. They yeah. were there. With but you no would have never asked. known if you wouldn't have asked. I would have never known. I would have never had any idea that, you know, they would have been there to help me and to, you know, be there. And yeah, I was shocked, but I'm like grateful for the experience yeah. at the same time. And it also goes to like asking when you need money like for bills or when you need help with certain things yeah. or whatever like i was talking to medina from cocktails remember that mm-hmm. time we were talking we had like oh the yeah little, you like, were like listen all he can do is say no yeah and she was like all he can do is say no right and you, just stuff like simple stuff like okay you talking to a nigga and he wants you to come see i don't him. know why as women, black women we get so nervous about that kind i know because i do like if i am texting someone and we're like you know casually com- you know conversating or whatever and mm-hmm. i'm just like 
Oh, do I really want to ask him this question? Like, I don't know. Like, this is yeah. weird. Like, is he going to look at me like this? Or is he going to look mm -hmm. at me? You know what I mean? When in reality, it's like, it, it doesn't matter. I didn't know you last month. So if I know you this month and I, you want right. to take me somewhere and you ask me if I need something. Well, right. Like, but yeah. then, like, <laughs> sometimes you kind of feel, you kind of feel like, hesitant about it because you think the person's gonna think something of you yes and sometimes they really just don't think anything of it they're like yeah sure okay that's no problem and mm -hmm. if they do then that means you're talking to the wrong person like when i asked that group of people two years ago for helping nobody wrote me back or whatever or those people didn't write me back it's not that i didn't have anybody to help i was just asking the wrong people yeah and that's how you think of it even when it comes to business and say you're you're starting a business and you're going out mm -hmm. there looking for like venture capitalists or people to like invest in your business or invest in you or your time even if you get a thousand no's that's a lot of things i hear on business podcasts no that's so true even if you get a thousand no's just keep asking because you, that just means you're talking to the wrong person yes i had a really good friend tell me that it when someone tells you no it doesn't mean no it's that it just means not not yet. right now and you're not the person that can you know you may be someone that can connect me with someone that can lead me to right yes, exactly. but you're not gonna be the person that i need to be connected with right now you mm -hmm. know um, mm -hmm. And I believe that wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of things out there that if you don't, like I said, closed mouths don't get fed. If you never open your mouth to ask, how do you know if somebody's going to say yes or no? Right. And even if they say no, it's like, okay, well, moving on to the next person. Let me find some other ones. We used to talk about celebrating the no's at my last job and um, making sure, you know, letting people know that just because you get a thousand no's doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Like, you'll get that yes and that yes is going to be 10 times better than the no you'll respect the no's more in a mm -hmm. sense you know no and that's so true because i mean honestly so with even like with this job search and the traveling mm -hmm. that i've been doing i haven't necessarily received any no's or whatever it's just more so been i ha it hasn't been you know gelling with me yeah. right and then when i got to houston and i went to go see the initial doc mm -hmm. i got a no and i thought that she had an opening and i was like crushed like i came yeah. out here for a job interview and she doesn't like me you know yeah. whatever but she connected me with the mm -hmm. doc that i'm actually on. gonna be working mm -hmm. with now and even when i called him i was so nervous i was like uh i don't want to call because he probably doesn't have anything or he doesn't mm -hmm. even know me yeah. you know or whatever and i literally just like fuck it i'm gonna call because i want to be down here like i'm gonna call this man let's yeah. see and i called and he was like hell yeah like let's go let's get started right. so what's up when you graduate it's you know it's a resource it's a connect and some people will definitely lead you to the path that you want to go right on, you know? exactly exactly and that's something that um that is important that i've learned yeah because even if it, you're asking for something from a person they might not be the right person but they can get you closer to where you need to be exactly and don't think that like you know uh, people say the l is like for losses but i think you should take it as a lesson because also mm -hmm. even if a person is telling you no it might not be like you know we said not right now or not the right person not right now could mean that whatever idea you're having or whatever you're trying to work through or get approved is not fully thought through yet or there are some tweaks that you have to make mm -hmm. to it so i think also 
if you're going out and you're asking for help from somebody or whatever and you get a no or you're you know get feedback say okay can you can you now tell me what got kept me from getting this assistance yeah. or whatever the case may be so that i know for next time so then you mm-hmm. can make the proper adjustments and do better and i think mm-hmm. this time i did a lot better with asking for help yeah. right because i not that i got a lot of feedback but as far as like when i was talking to you and just like okay make sure you say this ask them this give them dates and times or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. it's been a lot better I got a lot better response this time because maybe the way I asked last time was not. Yeah, wasn't the proper way. Maybe Mm -hmm. they just didn't. Yeah, maybe I I didn't follow up with people Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. Those are those are other possibilities as well. So those are things that I had to make sure this time that I did so that it could be successful. Yeah, because I think also they all of that transpires into your career path as well. So if you are, you know, someone who works in the events world there, you're an entrepreneur or whether you're in the fashion world, wherever, you know, career path you're on you're going to need a team of people to help you Mm -hmm. out, to help you, you know, decipher some things. And I think it's really important when you have a leader and you're, you know, that's a quality leader because there's a difference, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's some leaders out there who will give you bad advice because they are just bad leaders and you may not see the difference between the two. But if you can recognize that you have a good leader in front of you and you ask them for assistance or help and they tell you like, this is what I think you can do better. This is what you can improve on. Those are lessons that you definitely want to continue to take on with you throughout your entire life because they're Mm -hmm. transferable skills right so yeah i mean honestly a good leader their team will follow them to the moon oh my gosh yes yeah all the way you don't even have to worry about it you can just know that this person's gonna follow me because they know that i got them yeah they know that i got them and a good leader usually takes care of their team Mm -hmm. they're able to explain execute things properly and they they do a good job of delegating tasks and asking for proper help mm-hmm. they make sure they place people in those because right most, positions and yeah, stuff. yeah because most of those people that are in higher positions like vps or ceos or whatever they didn't get there just because they knew how to do every single thing like i oh, know no. people who are not good at marketing but they know the right people to help them out for their brand and guess what they're the ceo and they have the team in place to help them exactly execute exactly what their vision is You have to make sure that you have the right people. And I think that, you know, even like free labor, and I know we talk about like volunteering and things like that, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's okay to take that internship for free or sometimes it's okay to volunteer your services because if you know that you are good at what you do, Mm -hmm. it's going to pay off in the long run. You may have to work a little bit harder now, but it's going to pay off. You can help someone and that can be a resource and a connect for you for future gains, you know? Right, exactly. Well, that's all we have for the scoop this week. So I guess we'll get into the taste of the week, Mm. feature of the week, whatever we want to call it. (laughs) That thing that, you know, you guys should go to. That thing that you should go to. (laughs) We don't know what to call it right now. So the feature of the week this week is Campanolo. It is a restaurant in Midtown, downtown Atlanta, and it is so delicious, and it's actually a really cute spot. It's a small restaurant, so don't go with a huge group or anything, you know. It's more like a date night spot or going to brunch with your girl or going to lunch or something like that. I would suggest if you go to brunch, get the burger. The burger is so delicious. Oh, my goodness. The bread is like the perfect softness. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know what they put on top of it. It's not normal toppings, but it's good because I added a, saw, a side of um, lettuce and tomato to add on top of it because they don't mm-hmm. usually put that. But it, 
it's perfectly seasoned it's it's phenomenal and they do come with onion rings you can sub that for any of the sides but the breakfast potatoes were top notch i'll leave it at that but um <laughs> if you go for lunch or dinner which i haven't gotten the opportunity to but after four they have um a lasagna that looks so freaking good so i'm definitely going to be going back for that no that looks sounds good yeah the service is great it's very cute it's, okay you know nice little area of town find some street parking for free and you know if you want to have a cute day yeah have a cute little day if you want to go do something after it's right by piedmont so you can walk around the park and do things like I that i love piedmont park so let me spell campanella that way you know what to type in your gps and on your yelp app it is c-a-m-p-a-g-n-o-l-o and the address is 980 Piedmont Avenue, Northeast Atlanta, Georgia. Check them out. Okay. They're really nice. 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 Mm -hmm. I love it. Campanolo. Mm -hmm. Campanolo. I got to go there. I haven't tried it. Yeah, it was so cute. But it me looked and, really cute on the um, pictures, yeah. Yeah, me, I sent them to you. Yeah. I did. Well, I looked at it like on Yelp and stuff like that. Oh, too, okay. So. I'll, sh I'll show you the pictures I took, me and uh, my friend Lauren. We went to brunch. Shout mm -hmm. out to Love. We went to brunch. It was so cute. Okay. She always takes me to like the cutest new restaurants all around. So I, I love, love it. that. Mm -hmm. I love that kind of stuff. I love it. You know, we love that. We, we love really cute shit. We love cute shit. I'd be like, ah, oh, we're going somewhere cute. We're going to do some cute shit. I love cute shit. Well, guys, thanks so much. We wanted to just leave you guys with a couple of things. Um, while we're talking about asking for help, it's demonstrate that you've tried to help yourself as well. You know, let mm. people, people like to know that you've made the attempt. So when you're asking, it's just like, hey, I tried to do this. Would you like, can you please help me? You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, also demonstrate that you've acted on the person's advice previously. I know when we worked um, the last pop-up shop for Kavo's Beauty Bar, mm -hmm. I kind of gave you some tips and was like, hey, this event, I think you, it would work better if you did X, Y, and Z. So um, make sure that if people are helping you, that you really, truly take heed to what yeah, they're saying. Yeah, I'm always open to yeah. constructive criticism, especially from well, my friends. I mean, everything run. you told me, I was like, okay, check, 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 <laughs> check. And your boots Jasmine told amazing. me this, I got to do this. Jasmine told me, yeah, it I was so proud. Amazing. of it it looked really good this time mm -hmm. and just even um like the organization and everything you told me i was like check gotta do this and you wrapped this. up so quickly like when i came yeah. back to look and see how you guys had things wrapped up in boxes i was just like that's perfect like yeah you didn't have too much to transport you, didn't, mm -mm. you know things like that and I, I think that was great yeah it was really great i really appreciated that and then also just as i go through my business this is mm -hmm. something to take in mind like when people have constructive criticism or say they try your products out and they say oh this didn't have this effect on me okay or this didn't have that then when you're thinking if you're thinking about reformulating mm -hmm. or making a new product that's something that you can take into account yeah. for sure for some sure. people like i've never um had fragrance free options but i never thought about it because i like fragrance but some people don't really like fragrance or they can't really deal with it or you know their skin is like way too sensitive for it. yeah right so Fragrance-free options is something that I'm offering now just because people were, like, asking for it and giving me advice as far as, like, you know, some people will like this. Mm -hmm. You know, be open to those things. Be open to name changes for different products and stuff like that because body silk my friend lauren who helped me out at the booth she's the one who named that because i didn't know what to call it when i made it i was just like girl i made something and try it out let me know what you like yeah and she said oh it makes my skin feel like silk girl call it body silk i said okay, oh, okay. 
boom there it goes i'm telling some of the you. names of my fragrances my friends gave me oh. you know it's a collaborative effort it really is and people but are going to give you the advice they like they truly that. love what mm -hmm. you're doing and they want to make sure it succeeds so that's why you should mm -hmm. definitely embrace what they're saying yeah they want what's best for you i really see that mm -hmm. yeah. also consider the timing of your request Sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, a couple of years ago, you had friends. It was holiday season. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're, it's just harder for them to be involved and help out. So make sure, like, you know, you do it in a timely manner. I know that right. if someone um, texts me a day before, I'm probably not going to mm -hmm. be available. I need I need to know, like, weeks or well I in advance to be added anything, to my schedule. Exactly, and put on my calendar. Mm -hmm. If it ain't on the calendar. It ain't happening. Okay. Um, don't also make anyone guess what you want. So if you oh, are asking yeah. for help, make sure that you're, you know, truly telling people what you're looking for, mm -hmm. what your expectations are, um, what your vision is, mm -hmm. because people are not mind readers. Sometimes you get lucky and your friends come and help you and they know exactly what you're looking for. Sometimes you have volunteers that are going to help you and they mm -hmm. don't know. They just need you to tell them and direct them the way and that yeah. you want to see them work. And if you're just like, okay, because I remember just a simple example when I was setting up, I said, okay, what I envision is a U-shape with the tables, this direction. Mm -hmm. We're going to put the striped tablecloth in the center, the solids on the side, and then we'll go boom 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 this house this is gonna lay out mm -hmm. and they were able to help me get started you know and then even just like a lot of stuff was already set up the only thing my friends helped me do was like organize it by fragrance and yeah. things like that but that was the little fine-tuning things and that's what you need you need exactly. somebody to come in and say okay you know what i see what her vision is here i'm gonna do mm -hmm. this but you also want to make sure that you're communicating that communication exactly. is key um also make your request on multiple channels you know if you're texting mm. people and asking them can they help you out i mean it's also cool to go and use your social media oh yeah you know i know that for us we use social media and this is just a volunteer aspect but if i am asking friends to help me with something and i i will text them i will put it on twitter right. i will put it on instagram because there's multiple platforms out there why not use them mm -hmm. um and then and lastly, give help. You know, I think what's really important mm -hmm. is that I am going to help my friends with whatever they need me to help them yeah. with because I know that if I ever need them, they're right there alongside of right. me. Right. No and questions I, asked. No questions asked. And I think that's really important because it kind of obviously helps build your relationship, but it shows that like you're not, it's just not a give, 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 take, take, take situation. Yeah. It, and I feel a, like a, a lot of times we get caught in that, especially mm -hmm. just in the life we live. I know a lot of times I feel like I'm out here by myself mm -hmm. and ain't nobody here to help me. I'm just <laughs> out here trying to figure it out and it's nobody nobody here to help no assistance but you didn't ask <laughs> but you didn't ask for no help girl you over here goddamn throwing a pity party to yourself hollering talking about you by yourself and nobody here to help you everybody's here waiting on you to ask all you gotta do is ask and they go they gonna step if you right don't ask the then we don't know nobody knows girl <laughs> exactly and those are just a couple of tips to leave to leave you guys with mm -hmm. and hopefully um you can definitely take heed to those and yeah. actually exemplify them in your professional and personal lives. yeah in your everyday lives i think yeah it's something that's helpful for personal like you said in professional lives mm -hmm. i think these are good things to apply to when you go to work because everyone has a team or someone oh that they gosh. work with even if you work on computers and you don't do much talking with other people you still have a team that you work with and mm -hmm. i think being able to practice delegating those tasks properly and things like that is something that's going to be really beneficial to everyone. I agree. Yeah. I completely agree. Okay, girl.
You want to wrap us up and tell us where the people can find us? Yes, 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 yes. If you have any questions, comments, need any advice, send us an email at becomingshelive at gmail.com. That's B-E-C-O-M-I-N-G-S-H-E-L-I-V-E at gmail.com. And make sure you follow us on our journey on Instagram at becomingshe underscore. And also go follow our new Twitter page at becomingshe underscore. Y'all, make sure you have a great week. Make sure you apply these things to your everyday life because there's no need to stress yourself out trying to do everything alone, sis. At all. There are people out here to help you. They want to see you succeed. So just make sure you put the right people in the right places. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Go out there and uh, make sure you're staying hydrated. (laughs) XO, XO, becoming she. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.